This is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan from Tara Nolan Advisory Services. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Tara provides her clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Nolan Financial Radio with Tara Nolan. Hello, and welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And I'll just say right up front, as you're listening to today's show, if you have a question, please feel free to give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. While you're at the website, click on the radio page. There you can check out past shows. We have lots of educational topics. And you can also subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. So don't hesitate to reach out with questions and to set up a meeting because it's all about education and and helping people meet and maximize what their situation is. So today's show, I have to say, is going to get a little dark, and it's not a bad thing, but we're going to be talking about legacy planning and actually... I think legacy planning can be a pretty cool thing, too. So we'll get into that in just a minute. But before we jump into the do's and don'ts of legacy planning, let me introduce my awesome co-host, Tony Shore. Tony, how are you doing today? Oh, Tara, thanks for that great intro. I am doing good. Uh, My family's well. Man, have I been busy, though. Uh, I am really excited that it's the weekend that's for sure um you know looking forward to that as as we all do i think uh, but otherwise i'm great how about you what's going on over there well let's see what am i reading i'm reading right now tony a book about from esther hicks and it's just kind of with this oh. idea of as you start merging uh, what you do for a living with what you love to do then that's that that's when you have arrived in life right because because then you're not working anymore and it, it's just so funny because, like, I grew up in a, in a family, my dad, kind of jokingly, but he used to say things like, what do you think money grows on trees? And, uh, you know, and that's why we call it work. If it was fun, we'd call it fun. And so I wouldn't say 100% negative, but just kind of that um, slightly negative life through, through a little bit through the lens of humor, but still kind of a negative thing. So Esther Hicks' book is just kind of really highlighting words matter. And so when you have the opportunity to say something positive versus negative, to just start paying attention, like, what do you say? And what do the people around you say? So that's, Mm -hmm. that's kind of what I've been doing. Um, I always like to have something I'm reading. And so that's what I'm into right now. So today's show is going to be quite positive, Tony. (laughs) Well, that's good. I mean, obviously, legacy planning, you plan your legacy for after you're gone to make sure your loved ones aren't left uh, in the lurch, so to speak, or are in a bad situation. And this is a timely topic, Tara, for me personally, because uh, I have, you know, my mom and dad have had health issues. And so we had to get things in order. And right now, my wife's father out in um, Washington State uh, in Astoria uh, has is terminal cancer. And he didn't have anything prepared or planned. And it's a real mess. And now his kids are having to figure everything out and trying to get it done while he's still alive. And so that's tough. I mean, that's a tough situation well, and, uh, for 
for everyone involved. So, and I think Tony, we would call that a scrambling plan. That's not a legacy plan. No, that's yeah, <laughs> yeah. Legacy planning is more important. So, uh, I think I think that is you know obviously you know people are left in financial trouble or scrambling to piece together someone's wishes because of a lack of a plan isn't good, right? You know, of course, Tony. You know, I'm a planner at heart, so. You should always yep. have a plan. <laughs> yes, but exactly. Here's the thing about legacy planning, Tony, where I kind of think it's a, it's actually a very enjoyable topic. But one of the things I find interesting is uh, people think like legacy planning is just for like the Rockefellers and, you know, super rich people, celebrities, people that make a lot of money. But a legacy plan is just where you get to sit back and think about, well, I've led this life. And, you know, Tony, I think I also am starting to come around to this this decision that abundance isn't just money. Abundance is throughout your life, you develop a lot of wisdom and knowledge and a legacy plan includes all of that. It's not just, you know, who's going to get your money. Like that's like a very small part of a legacy plan because when you, when you put together a legacy plan, Tony, you can do very creative things. Like you can be setting up college funds for your grandkids. So you get to kind of help shape and say, you know, to your grandkids, I think education is important. So it's almost like, how you decide to to leave your money and and how you set that up, you get to impart to your family a lot of that wisdom that you've learned. Money is a part of it because money helps us do the things that we want to do. But true legacy planning is really about how do I share with my family and kind of guide guide them through things that I want them to understand and know. Yeah, yeah, there you go. And uh, that is true. And I think that's a good point. And so you really need to get this process going. And it's a great way to do it. For a lot of people, it's probably going to be a pretty long list. uh, But what you're going to be left with is a very important document when you're done, right? Absolutely, Tony. So I think like step one is like I always talk about, you have that little cartoon character in the bubble above your head and you think, what do I want my legacy to be? And think in a grand gesture, like big picture, you know, I want all of my kids to be college graduates and I, you know, whatever those big things are. So that's like, that's your first step. But then you, then you got to do some actions like, okay, so now when do we put pen to paper? So then once you've kind of understand what you're trying to create, then of course, Tony, it always starts with the list, right? Because we always have to get back to the plan. <laughs> so, yeah. so you want to go through and make that list of, you know, the properties that you own, the, the IRAs, the 401ks, the pensions, the insurance, you know, all those different things, the money that's stuffed under the mattress, you know, the treasure map in the backyard to where the, the other money's buried, you know, all that good stuff. You want that list put together. So, because before you can start to figure out how you want to shape and uh, create your legacy plan, figure out, okay, what are you working with? Cause you need to know your tools, right? Yeah. Yeah. You got to know what you're working with. Uh, You have to know what's available and what's not. And I think with legacy planning more than anything, Tara, and we we always say this, but this is so true uh, that you absolutely have to work with a professional. Um, It's just too hard to do it on your own and make sure that you don't make mistakes because mistakes can be made uh, when legacy planning and you want to reduce stress on your loved ones. That's what it's all about. Make it easy for them to find and understand your assets. And that's, this is such a powerful idea. You know, it really is Tony. And, and part of legacy planning is just what you're saying is it comes down to communication. So, you know, I think there's the vision of what you want, but then there's that communication. And, and Tony, I can tell you, I had a client 
and they they were fairly new client and unexpectedly her husband passed. And Tony, it was to the point where she just wanted to pay off his car and the bank was giving her a hard time and saying, you can't pay this off because this car isn't in your name. And Tony, she had to go through the process with the bank to explain that her husband had just passed. So not only oh. is it she's having to deal with that, she's having financial institutions give her a hard time and make her prove that her husband had passed. And yeah. I mean, that's just like a level of torture you can't even make up. So no, that's terrible. And so yeah. I was glad to be there, you know, and I was able to help step her through that. And I was able to help be on those phone calls with her and go through those processes. But legacy planning, it's its a lot about communication and, you know, or things like, uh, in, you know, 401ks or insurance policies, making sure that you have your beneficiaries updated because it's that thing like, you know, I don't know about you, Tony, but I have that list of the things that I, I mean to get around to doing. <laughs> yep. I have a long list. It just keeps getting longer and longer. And and so it's unfortunate when that, that list is out there and then you unexpectedly pass and then your loved ones are left to clean up and deal with whatever you've left them. So that's what yeah. we're really trying to get about with legacy planning is one of the, the best things you can do for your family to show them that you care and is is have that communication in place and that legacy plan helps that. And yeah, it's it's just such an important step. And Tony, I, I absolutely think you should work with somebody to do it because it's a hard process because of, of the emotional baggage, right? Like it's it's easier to have someone help you that's um, a third party that's not invested in your family situation. They're invested in helping you, but but they don't have the same uh, emotional ties to every single thing like you would. Right, right. And, and I mean, obviously, you want to talk about, you want to get a sense of your debt and head off any surprise phone calls from debt collectors, like you say, you know, like the paying off of car loans or things like that. And if you list those things out for your loved ones, uh, you know, what debts you have and, and make sure that's readily available and explained somewhere and somehow that's important isn't it absolutely it's important and tony as you're thinking about that i'm just thinking about myself and going it's probably chris and i need to actually sit down and, and redo the list like just tony in my life chris loves to pay all the bills online and where for me when i'm in charge of the bill paying i have a meticulous list and i just like check it off in my book you know i'm, I'm still that old that i like to have pencil and paper so I need to sit down with Chris and just recapture that list because if something were to happen to Chris today, Tony, I'd be in the same boat as half the people listening to today's show going, huh, I should have got around to that thing. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And you don't want to ever have to, nobody wants to think about these inevitabilities, you know, or, oh, that's not going to happen for a long time. That's the hope, but you want to plan and have a plan in place. Uh, but I think we're all guilty of that. And it's funny you say that because my wife and I are the exact same. I, I want everything automated and online and I know how to navigate the websites and all the passwords. Yeah, that's the password. My wife, is my, that's my Achilles heel is the password. Yeah, <laughs> yeah my, my wife is so bad about being able to get into accounts online and she likes to sit down with the checkbook and the bank statements and her notes and write out checks. And that's the way she has a system and a bill desk. Mm -hmm. uh, so she's very physical paper, uh, pen to paper type of person like yourself. So I, I just thought that was a, a funny coincidence, but uh, same way. And I'm sure a lot of families are like that. One is one way, one's the other. 
Uh, but seriously, these are really good points. And, and some of this is stuff that I haven't uh, considered before. Um, I know like, um, uh, you know, you got to look at memberships that you're a part of that might be have benefits like AARP and veterans and things like that too, right? Absolutely. There's professional groups, there's college alumni groups, there's, you know, obviously for my, for my military clients out there, there's questions just like, well, where do you prefer to be buried and and how are you going to take care of some of those things? And then there's the servicemen's benefits. So it's, it's very important, Tony, because people have very interesting lives. And so these are the things that you just want to make sure you get down on paper because you you're aware of it because you know about it, but your family may not. And so, and then obviously you also want to set it up. So if if something, when, when the time comes, you don't know how people are going to react. And so you want to set it up so that maybe a more removed family member, an aunt or an uncle or somebody else can also just step in and help. And so you just want to set up the plan, the legacy plan so that someone can take it and just help get it done. You don't want to set it up so that someone has to be able to read between the lines and go, oh, I think what they meant was, you know, yeah. look at this, this second, second thing. It's just keep sure. it very simple. And it, I think, Tony, if you do it ahead of time before life gets stressful, it doesn't have to be a dark task because it can be just a very positive. I'm just being proactive and, and being in charge of my life kind of a task like everything. Right. If you wait until you're under the gun, it, it, it's less fun. Well, yeah, the longer you wait, uh, the harder it is, uh, but it is still as important, uh, and you really don't want to leave your loved ones in a bad situation. Uh, Let's take a quick break here uh, for a moment, Tara, take a quick commercial break. And before we take the break, uh, let our listeners know how they can get a hold of you and what you have to offer. Well, Tony, today's today's, uh, talk is so important because we're talking about that planning and that legacy planning and how do you be proactive and put it all together. So, Tony, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 callers. They really want to sit down and go, I want to be in charge of what's happening and and be able to shape what I'm going to leave to my family, not just in terms of money, but in terms of of thoughts and wisdom and all that good stuff. So, Tony, the number is 719-210-4242. And Tony, that's for those people listening today that are just kind of getting excited about the idea of creating something positive with their legacy, not just waiting until uh, they're in a crisis action mode. So, Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. All right. Thanks, Tara. And listeners, stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more about how you can avoid some common retirement strategy mistakes and be proactive here on Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Do you ever feel like you need a retirement toolkit to help navigate your retirement? Retirement can be scary, but it doesn't have to be. With our Retirement Income Toolkit, you can get the information you need to help secure your retirement. This toolkit provides valuable information on income planning, asset allocation, tax planning, legacy planning, and more. Receive your Retirement Toolkit from Tara Nolan Advisory Services right now by going to TaraEnolan.com or by calling us at 719-210-4242. So welcome back to Nolan Financial Radio. My name is Tara Nolan from Nolan Financial. And if you would like any more information or you have a question about what we're talking about in terms of legacy planning today, give Chris and I a call at 719-210-4242. And definitely visit us online at www.taraenolan.com. So while you're at the site, be sure to click on the radio page. You can check out past educational shows. 
You can also subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or Spotify. So the radio page will provide you with all those previous shows because it's all about education. So we've been talking today about some of the key legacy planning things you can do right now to make passing a little less stressful on the people that you care about most. And, and Tony, I was just thinking, um, when you have that option to be proactive versus waiting until the crisis, it reminded me of a really funny story. What's that? Well, I don't know if it's funny, but it was Chris took his first cross country trip with the Tesla, right? And so, oh wow, nice. The yeah, the software with the Tesla will tell you, okay, you've got this many miles, so here's where you should stop to recharge for your next thing. And this is like an ongoing thing with Chris and I is he loves for whatever reason to just, you know, the fuel light comes on. And I think in his head, it's almost like a game. How far can we get before we run out of gas? Oh, no. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, we've done that like out in West Texas, pulling the horse trailer and, and you can get pretty f- far between gas stations. So you know, I'm like, oh, I like yeah. to stop about every two hours and and I don't let it get m- below much half of a tank. So that's me where Chris likes to push the envelope. So he was coming home and he was in the middle of Kansas and he's like, I think I can make it back because with the, when you're charging the battery with the Tesla, uh, it's, it's really fast at first and then it gets slower as it gets more full. I think the example he used was like, if you're stuffing towels into a bottle, the first one's easy, but as you get full, it gets tougher. And so to get like that last, you know, 15 extra minutes of, of drive time or that last hundred miles of drive time can take you like, an extra half an hour. And so Chris is talking to me on the phone and going, well, I think I could make it. What do you think I should do? I'm like, you know what I think you should do? <laughs> yeah, stop <laughs> like, and charge. You yeah. know, uh, you're already there and you're in the spot. And and I don't want to really come rescue you in the middle of the night because you didn't plan ahead. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, that would not make you happy. But we have those conversations where you're like, yeah, sure. this is good enough. I'd probably be okay. <laughs> well, I take it it turned out. Well, he and he ended up staying and putting the extra extra juice in the car. <laughs> there you go. There you go. He made the right decision. Well, well so uh, uh, that is really a, a great example. You have to plan ahead and you don't want to try to see how far you can push it. Uh, so what, what's next? Uh, what's the next thing uh, that we need to get done re- regarding our legacy planning? Well, here's one of the really just most important things, Tony, is is making that list of all the accounts and policies that have those designated beneficiaries. Because here's, here's the thing, Tony, is you might have a will that says, you know, I want my wife or my, my eldest child or whoever to receive your money. But whatever's on your um, insurance policy or your 401k that's really the most actionable document. So if you have a 401k that's going to your first wife and then you pass away and your second wife is going, what's happening? It can cause problems. So you just really want to go through and do that check. Tony, I think you should do it every year, no matter what, but you definitely want to make sure that you have a list of all your accounts, the account numbers and uh, the policy numbers, because you're going to have to have those conversations. And that's just one of those tasks, Tony. It just doesn't get easier, so just do it. Right. Yep. You just got to get it done. Yeah, and uh, obviously a, a big, big thing that people often miss is, uh, you know, cho- making sure the beneficiary designations on their accounts are are accurate and up to date. Uh, Tony, we can't foot stomp that enough. I, I no, literally... It's, it's huge talk about the uncomfortable situation and and I've seen it happen where you've got 
someone has passed and there's the, the wife and the ex-wife and then especially Tony, when there's families with different kids, that's just a situation you do not want to be a part of. So if you love your family, <laughs> make sure that you just have all that, that what's in your statements and your accounts matches what's in your will. It shouldn't be a surprise really, right? When you pass, it shouldn't be like this, uh, you know, drum roll, we're going to have the big reveal. It, people should just be kind of knowing what's going to happen. Yeah. Yep. Uh, people should know what's going to happen. I, I agree. I agree. And the, it's good to have that. Nobody has a, nobody has a crystal ball, like you always say, uh, but we want to avoid things like probate court, right? And attorney's fees later uh, in life uh, to get this all done correctly. I, Tony, I am a big believer in the more you can keep government out of your business, the better. And so if you can do a little work up front, because guess what, Tony, anything that you don't do, the government or the state is happy to help you with. So if you want the government to get involved in your decision making processes, just don't do anything. But (laughs) that's not what we recommend here. We recommend here that you take control and figure out how you want things to be transferred and, and the way you want your money to move, because because if you don't, then the state will. Yeah, and it doesn't uh, and matter. You don't want to leave it up to the state, yeah. right? And it doesn't matter if you have an executor for your will. If you haven't done your paperwork correctly, there's only so much that a well-intentioned executor can do. So you just want to make sure to take that time to to look at your your statements and just make sure you because there's nothing more frustrating, Tony, than you think it's in order and then it turns out there's like something missing or you just didn't sign some document or because you're going to do what you think is right, but it's always nice to have that just second opinion to go, yep, thumbs up, you're good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's worth it to work with a financial planner like yourself alongside an estate attorney to have them look over the will, make sure it's solid. And I'm guessing creating a will is is amazingly vital. I mean, that's that's huge. We hear about these celebrities that die without a will and then it's a huge mess for their families. You know, Tony, it just really is because, you know, I can tell you another story that goes perfectly right here because you just never know how people are going to react in, in death. And I can tell you, um, my grandmother and grandfather, one of those large Irish Catholic families, you know, nine kids. And um, after my, uh, my grandfather passed a long time ago, when my grandmother passed, my uncle was the executor. And so what he just told, he said, there's this much money left. We're just going to divide it equally and everybody's going to get their share. Well, Tony, here was the thing is one of my aunts, who is the kindest, sweetest person all of a sudden, she she said, no, I want the will to be read. And she demanded it. And, and Tony, it's just kind of funny, right? Because sometimes the sweetest, kindest people, all of a sudden, you just don't know when they're going to show a different side. And, and he tried to talk her out of it. But guess what? So they went and had the reading of the will. And you know what it said? It said, what? my grandmother said, uh, my aunt, she's already had her share. She gets nothing. Oh, no. And so, you know, what do you do? Because because once it was out there and Yikes. read and, and my uncle was being the executor and he was trying to do the right thing. He was just going to divide it equally and because he'd see he'd already read that. And because she demanded that, it just created talk about an ugly situation. So you just oh, don't want to do that's that. Terrible. Right. So, no. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so it's just take that little time because it. And Tony, I think the positive spin on it is when you're writing that will, don't think about it just in terms of how you're going to dole out your stuff. 
that's like part of it. But the bigger mm-hmm. picture is, you know, how are you going to uh, share memories and thoughts and, and pass on some of your, your life experiences? That's part of your will as well. Yeah. Yeah, it's tough. So the more of that you can have organized and, you know, the key part of it, too, Tara, as you've been talking, I'm thinking communication with your loved ones on what to do if one of you should pass with your spouse. Uh, And you're always stressing communication is the biggest part of all of this, isn't it? Tony, everything can be fixed with communication, I think. I think every problem in the world can be fixed with communication. (laughs) Yep. It, it really it really can, because there's always I think there's always a solution out there, but everybody needs to understand what what it is we're trying to solve. And, and then you just never know where the solution is going to come from. So, yeah, I mean, legacy planning, it, it's about communicating your wisdom to your your grandchildren and your family. It's about taking care of your, your loved ones so that in this time of stress. That they don't have to deal with all that emotional baggage. It's it's just it's all about communication. It really is. Yep. Exactly. Well, you know, um, when it comes to legacy planning, a lot of people are thinking, well, I don't have enough money. Uh, you know, I don't need an estate plan or a legacy plan because I'm not super wealthy. Uh, but that's a myth, isn't it? I, really, it is, Tony. And that's like one of the things I like to do with people. Uh, Chris and I have a permission to spend strategy that we use that really helps people um, set themselves up. Because, Tony, invariably, when I sit down with new clients, they generally feel like we're just trying to survive ourselves in retirement. And we don't our kids are just going to fend for themselves. And I always think it's funny, Tony, it's like peeling the layers off the onion. And as we get people educated, they go, oh, so so I could set myself up where I'm going to be OK and not run out of money. And I can still leave something for my kids. And it's it's just so, I love it, Tony. It's like the light bulb comes on and it's almost like they go from sitting in this curled defensive position to go, oh, I can share with my family and be okay too. And I, I love being able to show people that, Tony. And it's not just for the uber wealthy and the Rockefellers out there. It's It's about planning and understanding the tools that you have to work with, Tony. And I mean, to me, that's why I love doing what Chris and I do is taking what people have and saying, you know, you have, and here's what you're doing. But if we reorganized all of your plan like this, then you could have this much happen. And, you know, Tony, that's why I love sitting down with people. And in the military, we call them COAs, courses of action. And I love telling people, here's where you are now. If you did this, here's where you could be. If you did this, here's where you could be. So you've got options A, B, and C. What looks best to you? I love that. Uh, Well, I love having options, period. Uh, And uh, I think that's great. And good advice, as always, Tara. Uh, This has been a great discussion, a discussion everybody should have. Uh, But now we're almost out of time for today's show. Why don't you let our listeners know how you can help them out with all this? Well, Tony, this is what Chris and I really love to do is this... um, the before crisis planning situation is so much fun because that's where you get to be creative and you get to to bring in that vision of here's what I want things to look like. How do we create what I want versus just kind of accepting the best of what I currently have? So, Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. So, Tony, Chris and I have set aside 20 complimentary appointments for the first 20 people today that are really interested to create a legacy plan that's exciting and going to leave something for their family. So Tony, that number is 719-210-4242. All right. Sounds great. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of Nolan Financial Radio with our host, Tara Nolan. Join us soon for another episode of Nolan Financial Radio. Take care and we'll talk with you next.
Thank you for listening to Nolan Financial Radio. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Tara Nolan at Tara Nolan Advisory Services. Call 719-210-4242 or visit the website at TaraEnolan.com. Tara Nolan and Tara Nolan Advisory Services are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.